Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. This week, we've got part two of my chat with my dear friend, actor, professional dweeb and former chef, Paul Flannery. He's only gone and made me an entire blooming tasting menu, isn't he, in his lovely home, which means we had over two solid hours of feasting. So I've had to spread this hoovering over two mighty episodes. And this is the second part. First of all, before we get into it, thank you for being a hoovering listener. I am so grateful. And thank you so loads if you're letting other people know about it. I love that. We have live shows on as well. We've got one called The Podcast Social Club in Thursk. It's a new podcast festival. That's really soon. That's uh, tomorrow. That's uh, in in Yorkshire tomorrow. It's in the afternoon. Come, come, come. It's going to be amazing. Go to podcastsocialclub.com for tickets or indeed there'll be links to them all over the um, uh, notes page on ACAST for this episode uh, and on my website jessicafosterq.com as well. If you're looking further into the future and you're Midlands based, we're at the Leicester Comedy Festival on the 9th of February in the afternoon where I'll also be doing my stand-up tour show Hench and a work in progress all on the same day. A bit much? Probably a bit much. 
but come to all of it if you like. Got any spare pennies? Go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and you'll see all the things I swap in exchange for as little as $2 a month up to as much as you've got really but there's uh, everything from discounted to free tickets to live shows right through to um, exclusive extra content just for patrons and stuff like that. I'm on tour as a stand-up. I have a show called Hench. It's at the Soho Theatre from the beginning of January right through to the end of January and then from the 31st of Jan to the middle of June I'm coming all around the world with it. So keep your eyes peeled on there, jessicafostergue.com, and then click on my doings, and I'm updating it as soon as the new dates come in and the ticket links come available. There's like 60-something dates in total, so hopefully I'm coming to near where you are. I would love to see you there. Right, so into the podcast. We're in Paul's lovely flat in Archway in North London still. If you missed part one, I'm going to recap now. In part one, he served me the first uh, two of many courses. We ate homemade pickled celery. It, it was mind-blowing. And then we had the best vegan cottage pie I have ever had. It just had the most incredible, like, the, oh, I felt like I was going down to the core of the earth in terms of layers of flavour. Um, we had a conversation about meat, the planet, uh, the man I saw fucking the air in the gym, and whether it is or is not a compliment when a cat shows you its anus. So it's more brilliant stuff like that that you're in for now. Right, so I have some very <laughs> posh quinoa, Ooh. which I've cooked up, and then you get it in a, in a dry frying pan. Yeah. In a dry frying pan? Yeah, and you fry it off, and the white stuff is sticking, sadly, because it's not a proper dry frying pan, but the, the red and the black stuff will go crunchy. Oh! Um, so is this one of those bags of mixed quinoa? Uh, you yeah, can get yeah, those yeah. like in Aldi now, you know. Yeah, yeah Fuck, I think this is what I got. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I do love an Aldi. Oh, bring it on. Um, but I saw um, a chef do this at, uh, I think it was Taste of London or something. Okay. Um, ages ago, I won a, I won a competition. Evening standard, they're like photograph your food and send them to the chef. And I think maybe me and two other people did it. Must have been. What? Like, Come along, you got a free cooking session with this Michelin star chef. Oh my god, that's amazing! Chef has to do this weird dish that he does, and one of the things in it was to see if fried off some quinoa and stuff. This is crunchy now, but that's genius. That's brilliant. <laughs> Dry frying some quinoa. Mmm. What's your favourite meal of the day? Uh, dinner, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And starter or pudding? Uh, starter. Me too. Yeah. I've got I think we should try and coin the phrase salt tooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not sour tooth. Yeah, salt tooth. Salt yeah. tooth. Well, maybe it's sour tooth. <laughs> sour tooth sounds like a baddie from Nightmare. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sour tooth would make a great kid. Make a note, Jess. If you're going to write any kids things... Sour tooth. Sour tooth is a great name for a baddie. I'm actually going to write it down. Do you mind? <laughs> no, do, please. Um, no, I think salt tooth as opposed to sweet tooth. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, every now and again I'll have a dessert or make a dessert, but usually I don't bother. What would you say the most or the least romantic thing you've ever eaten is? Um, the most romantic thing? Um, definitely went to San Sebastian. So it's lots of years and years ago. Yeah. Um, which is a wonderful place for food. Uh, in Spain. Oh, wow. It's in northern Spain, and they have more Michelin stars per capita than any other city in the world. <gasps> so, like, a small city, tons of Michelin star. But what else happens is loads of chefs go there, can't get work at the Michelin star restaurants, and end up working in all the normal bars. Oh, wow. So all the food is 
Fucking amazing. Oh, wow, what an amazing thing to know. Yeah, so there's another thing where I had, I had a tasting menu there, and it was a bit rubbish. I didn't know I ever needed to go on holiday there, but I absolutely oh, you, do. Oh, my God, you do. It's so Would it be there. crap for a vegetarian, though? Probably not now. I mean, I, I, I get some research, because it's... it's they, yeah. they, they want... The thing about the Spanish is they're desperate to be considered modern and then to be yeah. up to date. And it's it's a modern food city. And it's modelled on like old Victorian England seaside towns. So it has this Crescent Bay that's got all this lovely iron on railings and stuff. It has a huge swell of tide that comes in. So these massive waves come and crash in. It's very dramatic. Mm. And it's got a wonderful aquarium if it's got all sort of thing as well. And, and just, just the, the normal food. I went, yeah, we went to the tasting menu, and I was like, oh, that's a bit meh. Then we went out a burger, so I'm like, that's the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. Wow! <laughs> but they do um, pinchos rather than tapas in North Spain, so you have to go around, everything's out in the bar, and it's just plates and plates of stuff and sticks in. And you just take a plate, take the things off, and they count the sticks at the end, and that's how they charge you. <gasps> and you're like, yeah, you go into a place, have three things and a beer, move on to the next place. Two more things, move on to the next place. Oh Oh my God, I want to go and have Pinchos in San Sebastian. That's how they do dinner, it's so lovely. I'm sure you could do that as a vegetarian then, maybe. Definitely as a pescatarian. There must, there'll probably be a website called Vegetarian San Sebastian. San Sebastian, how do you cope? Yeah. And And celebrate Go to this bar, eat these two things, go to this bar, have this. To be honest, I think if I went there, I'd have to go, I'm having a couple of days of carnivory. Because you, I want to know, I would have FOMO. Yeah. I have this weird thing though, where, but because I'm allowed to eat meat whenever I want, I, I'll go. Well, it's a birthday coming up. Have a bloody steak, yeah. literally, and then um, I won't fancy it because oh, I'm allowed. Such a sodless brain. Perfect. Yeah. How far? How I feel like the way, even the way that you handle stuff around your kitchen is so snazzy and chefy. Yeah. Um, but does that mean that you're um, not someone who'd eat something off the floor, even if it had only been there for under five seconds? You and I are going to be eating stuff that's been on this floor. Yes! <laughs> I am. Uh, I, as, you know, I do try really hard to uh, uh, to be careful, but stuff gets on the floor sometimes. Yeah. That's and, just, and who cares? That is just life. Um, this right. looks incredible. What am I putting that first? I'm trying to remember what I'm serving. <laughs> is um, it... The first of two tofus. The first of two tofus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> this is an absolute feast. Yeah. Oh. Not fucking about. <clears throat> this is incredible. <clears throat> oh god. I am spoilt. Just with the salad? I think it's just with the salad. Ooh. I look in the oven and I find there's a thing that I've forgotten all about. Go, oh yeah, serve it for that. I remember now. That goes with that. We're having like an actual yeah. tasting menu in your house. So awesome. Whoa. Even from here it looks so good. Do, 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 do. Is that tofu? It looks like aubergine. Yeah, it's aubergine. It's what's said on the packet anyway. Wow. Oh yeah, I remember now. Um, if you go in the fridge at the top, yeah. there's a tall jar with long white stringy things there. Yeah. These guys. Those guys. Ooh. That is pickled fennel. 
Oh my god, that's pickled fennel. Can I bring it over to you? Yes, please. Can we just put it in this area? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Oh, grapes. Come here. Come here. Plating up. Sorry, it's one of those things. No, you, you take time. I should try and learn how to talk and do this at the same time. No. <clears throat> we'll talk about it when it's ready and there is no rush. I'm trying to do it. Uh, well, I've, I've been accepted to do a food show at the vaults next year. Oh, ha- th- Yes. And I'm a bit like... But what do you mean a food show at the vaults next year? Exactly. I don't know. Okay. So, um, but you've applied. Yeah, I've applied and been accepted. But I basically... So I write a blog called uh, Roleplay Gourmet. Where right. I sort of do learning how to cook, but using roleplay game techniques. So there's, there's like the skill tree and you get XP and you level up and you have a character and... Oh, wow. I didn't know anything about this. Um, Roleplay Gourmet. Mm, Is that what the blog's called? Yeah. Um, Wicked. And so I'm sort of... It's it's that, but I'm trying to turn it into a a stage show, essentially. So there'll be hopefully a bit of cooking, and a bit of learning, and a bit of stuff. Brilliant. um, Yeah, I'm a bit like, I don't don't quite know yet. You know? You know, you just sort of like, you reply, someone said yes, you're like, okay, I'll do it. Fuck. This looks in fucking credible. Such an actual snazzy pants. Oh, the smells just hit me. Paul, the smells just hit me and it's really nice. Yeah. Has this got that Korean stuff involved? No, this is the, this is before, this is hoisin. Oh. A bit of a hoisin marinade. We've got pickled, uh, pickled fennel, capers, orange, uh, and a bit of, uh, bit of pea shoots. And smoked tofu, or just tofu? Uh, just normal tofu. But it's been marinated and then... Um, so oh my god. See if it works. <laughs> so exciting. You're meant to have the things together. Mm. Wow. Yeah, my orange and fennel is so good. Oh my god, that orange is delicious. Oh, this is so good. This is off the charts. Well, I don't know if you were doing prizes or something, but like, I wanted. <laughs> you, I mean, this is extraordinary. I am going to have to sort of get some medal or something for you, Paul. Yay! Um, yeah, medals. I think. I mean, I can safely say this is the most incredible thing that's ever been cooked for me on this podcast. <laughs> so it's all it's I wanted. Amazing. It's all I wanted. Wow. Yeah, I started mucking around with salads in summer, because obviously yeah. in summer. Um, I've got an idiot salad. Yeah. Which is like, you get a, a jar of black olives and a tin of sweet corn and some lettuce and, mm-hmm. and a cucumber. Mm. And all the only thing you chop I up is the cucumber. Things. Yeah. And you just mix it up. Yeah. Done. So nice. A few, few of those seeds, done. Yeah. I'm like, great. And then the other end of the scale just is like... texture, yeah. Yeah, it's like oranges, capers, mm. pickled fennel. Oh. Leads through that. You're like, okay, now we're talking. Now we're cooking. Mm. It's just these flavours together are so incredible. Fennel, orange, a nice peppery sprig of salad. And then all the lovely salty Asian stuff that the that the tofu tastes of now. And how lush it is when it's been really charred like that. Mmm. 
Try to get the pretty lines on your tofu. I'm trying the crunchy mm. bit of food. Um, Oh yeah, there's a little bit of that crunchy quinoa on it. I'll put that mm. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And just go, there you go, texture. Yum! God, it's so good. This one is such a feast. This is the perfect time of day to have a feast as well, isn't it? Yeah, lovely, lovely lunchtime. I haven't officially got to use my brain till about 7.15. Oh, fine. You're going to have a little nap. <laughs> oh God, will I? Yeah, a little nap. a little kick in yeah, instead of a nap, perhaps. <laughs> Yeah, I do like miss that. So I lived in um, Spain for a couple of years on and off, doing um, yeah. and acting, doing a tour. Of course, did probably did comedy, and just the lifestyle, and just the, the pace of it, and the mm-hmm. change, and the thing that like, everyone has a big lunch, mm-hmm. and then nothing happens for a couple of hours. Perfect. So you snooze. Yeah, and then and then and then life happens again mm. for a few hours, and it's, oh, it's just so much better. It's amazing. Yeah. I went on holiday, um, not this August, but the one before to Spain with my kid and. Uh, the the days where we were able to get him into the rhythm that Spanish kids were in, where, you know, horrible early start as per, nothing mm. you can do about that. But get him to fall asleep in the afternoon. Mm. Oh, and then have these lovely long evening together. Yeah, because mm. then they've got energy and you can take them out and... Mm. Playing on the beach and shit in mm. the night, dreaming. Whereabouts in Spain were you? It was near Tarragona. Oh, like Catalonia. Mm. Mm. So it wasn't... Um, but it wasn't, we weren't, we didn't really leave the compound. We were on a very, very expensive Spanish equivalent of a centre parks. Okay. Um, and like used all the savings I had at the time to go with my mum and her families. So my sister's got cerebral palsy. It's one of the few places where um, they've got like cabins you can stay in that have got all the hoists that you need and shit. Oh, but amazing. it's a very expensive holiday, but it was worth it that we mm. could all go on holiday together. And really had a great time. Um, it would be even better to go when he's older. I'd never go in season like that again. Well, probably have to now. He's cool. He'll be in school in a year. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I'd go in August again. Yeah, it was just yeah. too full on. Yeah. Um, but the, even the restaurants on the site were amazing. Oh. Had some incredible um, squid and cuttlefish yeah. and stuff. The, like the that. cafe, yeah. at, uh, the train station at Barcelona Airport mm. is. Great. <laughs> like, really? It's so great. <laughs> yeah. Love it. It's the first place I've seen on, on Spanish soil to eat. Mm. I've stopped here, I've got to wait 20 minutes for a train. You know what? I'll have, mm-hmm. I'll have a coffee, brilliant coffee. I'll have a little sandwich, lovely sandwich. Nice. You know I mean? Oh, can I have some of that cheese? Oh, it's, it's really nice. That's really nice you know, as well. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there's two fruit machines in there and, and a man smoking. <laughs> and you're like, this is, this is great. I'm so glad you're doing stuff to do with food and with your creativity Paul because this is so fucking good it's Thank making you. so excited about like the future of fine dining without needing meat to be in it yeah yeah that's, that is a challenge I've been because um, I've been cutting down on meat as well mm. and my, my, uh, my girlfriend's the same you know cutting yeah. down on meat um, and yeah trying to find the either the substitutes or just abandoning that idea yeah. and going, just just eat something on its own, on its own merit like, yeah 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 like, stuff's good on its own like you don't need to go yeah and once you've worked out yeah, just chuck a few beans and things and stuff for the protein. Yeah. Like it doesn't even. Yeah, it's just um, it's a textural. It's a textural thing. Meat that mm. you don't then get unless you're so into that, and yeah. then you can seek out some decent fake ones. I think also, like I say, if it's your birthday, have a steak. Right, that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. Oh yeah, but get you know get get a good one. Like mm. spend the money. Like it should yeah. be. It should be expensive. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. idea that so like, yeah, yeah, I find it always alarming that you and I could literally leave this house walk 50 yards up the road mm. and buy a chicken each 
for less than a tenner. Yeah. And eat that. You know, you're like, that's yeah. too, that's too that's easy. Weird. Any it time of day weird. as well. You're like, yeah, all night. You'll never run out of chicken. Yeah. Why? And you're all, you know, up the road. Why? Oh, I think that? it's even darker than that when mm. you're like, I live in South East London and it's, it's, there's so many chicken shops and it is like, I think some of them do stuff like six wings for a quid or 50p. Yeah. The fuck? That's not, at least they're buying a whole chicken, you're buying a whole chicken. Yeah, there's a place in Manchester that does 10p wings. Fuck off. But they do it as a lost leader. It's an, right. actually quite a nice bar. Um, okay. It's an Americana bar. It's got nice, really nice beers. Okay. So they're making the money on the wet and they're, they're the lost leaders. And there's also a, a plain wing is 10p. And as uh, soon as you start okay. adding sauces and stuff, it's 20, 30, 40p. Uh, okay. I mean, you still eat more wings than you should probably eat ever eat. <laughs> because you, wave, you can wave a 10 and you go, ah, it's a thousand wings. One <laughs> thing I would like to... Do, do you wings, know how to like wings. cut a chicken up if you bought a whole chicken? Oh, you yeah. know what to do with it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Could I pay you to teach me? Because I've tried to learn from YouTube videos and I can't do it. Yeah, Not okay. now, but yeah. in life. Yeah, sure. Great, thanks. No worries. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's one of the things... I've got people, friends of mine, who don't like meat with bones in it. And they were like, don't eat meat then. No, you shouldn't be having meat. You shouldn't be allowed. I do think you shouldn't yeah. be having meat. No. Well, it's, no, you don't respect it enough, clearly. Yeah. It's got bones in it. Yeah. It's the best bit, you idiots. It used to be alive. I do think there should be some acknowledgement that it used to be alive if yeah. you're going to eat meat. Right. Maybe I'm an arsehole. Okay. Can I help with anything? <laughs> I'm desperate to help. I'm... No. No. Okay. I planned it too well. <laughs> Love it. Mm, yum in my tongue. This is extraordinary, Paul. You are so swanky. Jesus Christ. I'm literally just going to have to sort of roll into the gym after this. <laughs> oh, I I'm so today's, impressed. Today's a rest, a rest day. Yeah. Well, what's this then, please? So this is the um, the Korean marinade on the tofu. <gasps> There's some um, tender stem broccoli, uh, some spinach with uh, some garlic just sweated down. Mm-hmm. Sweated down. And um, some more of that crunchy quinoa. And some pickled radish goes mostly because it looks pretty as fuck. It's so pretty as Little. fuck, and you've roasted this tender stem broccoli, haven't you? Yeah, I saw that. Oh yeah. Mm. Little little pink circles of radish. Um, just where so... do you get the um, this Korean paste from? Does it have to be Korean supermarket? Sainsbury's. Do they do it? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, mm. Or yeah, Korean supermarkets. Mmm. There's a weird thing before I cook the marinade. Yeah. I, I put my finger in it the other day and I'm going, this reminds me of something, this tastes of something. So it's the, the paste with some honey, some soy sauce, some fish sauce, some sesame oil. Yeah. Uh, and he looks round. Oh, some, um, so, uh, some cider vinegar. Yeah. Um, just to stretch out all of the different fl- yeah. flavours. Um, and then you're tasting it raw again. Yeah, yeah, it's Cheetos. Really? <laughs> it's like Cheetos. And then... Mm, that's so nice. Right, you cook it up and change it slightly. Mm. Oh god, that's extraordinary. It's great flavour in that. I, I've just, like I said, every day, <laughs> nearly every day this summer. It's like, wow. Gonna marinate something in that. It's great. Is that a pink peppercorn? Oh yeah, that's in, that was in the radish. A bit of pickle. Mm. I mean, the heat in it is so. I don't know how it just stays right around the middle of all the other flavours. Mm. It's really. 
it's really there and it's really kind. It's yeah. like, it feels like it's holding the door open for you and being like, welcome in, but it's not, yeah. it would never hit you. It would never hurt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I've it's, given it's, a terrible analogy. It's an intimidating but gentle lover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it, isn't it? It's someone huge that could throw you about the room but who's choosing to spoon you. Yeah. You're like <laughs> Oh, I'm big spoon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the chili in that is that 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 person. There's a place on Lower Marsh, um mm. a Korean place that I walked past for years like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Not seeing it because there's that lovely Thai cafe down the Lower yep. Marsh that everyone's famous. Great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Go to the Korean place. Really? Mm, it's insane. So, so good. And Is cheap. it takeaway? Because I think I have been there. You mm. might be able to get takeaway. It's usually brand. Yeah. Um, but they've been back, which is a, mm. a rice dish. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Bimbap. Oh, mate. Off the charts. Really? Mm. Just off Lower Marsh. That's near Waterloo, if you're listening. Yeah. Just one of those things we like. The crunchy um, tree end of the tender stem broccoli is extraordinary with mm. this as well. Oh, I love broccoli. So mm. good. I do. This is so good. Mm. I think my favourite... Veg- What's your favourite vegetable? I should have finished with this. <laughs> this is so good. Um, I think it might be broccoli. I mean, yeah, potato, I mean potato notwithstanding. Yeah. It's so versatile. Or oh, sweet potato I really love. Oh, do you? Mm. I'm not fussed about sweet potato. <gasps> I just think there have been too many. Too yeah. many. There's a lot. There's a lot. They're very popular. Yeah. Mm. There are certain things in food that need to stop, like burgers and brioche buns. Mm. Like what? Shut up. Shut up. Stop going over it. Yeah. Jackfruit. Pulled everything. Pulled everything, yeah. It is cheap, to be fair. And you go, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so good at crunchy tomorrow on top of it. It's a marinade, though, isn't it? Mm. I don't think you can get... I love spinach so much. I can't believe I ever didn't like it as a kid. Yeah, there's just a bit weird thing around it. It doesn't really taste like... It doesn't taste like you'd expect it to. It doesn't no. taste like bitter or horrible. It's just, no, it's, it's earthy. warm and lovely. And, yeah. and, but it is earthy. It is sort of, you know, mm. I don't know, planety. But my um, my uh, Austrian nana used to boil it and liquidise it, and that was pretty fiercely gross. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Mm. It's just a lettuce. Don't, Talk don't to me about eating growing up. You said you got the earliest one, but like... Um, Do you have siblings? I've got an older brother. Right. And he's eight years older than me. Is he into cooking? No. Not as as <laughs> no. Well. Um, yeah. So he, he left home by the time I was sort of like getting up to 10 or whatever. Because, okay. you know, he's 18 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt an awful lot like an only child because, mm. you know, the gap was so big that you're, yeah. not, li- you're not living the same life. You're not. But he yeah. left school and then a few years later I joined the same school and um, only some of the teachers remember him because, you know, they retire. Yeah, you know, fuck. So there wasn't any of that. Mm. But, um, yeah, it was... Uh, growing up, like, my, like I said, my mum was quite basic. Mm-hmm. But again, single mum and yeah. it's hard to do these things and, mm-hmm. you know, she did her best. And Where did you grow up? Crawley. Okay. Daddy Gatwick? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but her sister, my auntie Laura, is a phenomenal cook. Is she? Oh, yeah, phenomenal And baker, she lives so. nearby and they're close? Um, she used to... Well, they all grew up in mm. Fulham. Okay. Um, back when Fulham was one half posh and one half uh, working class Irish immigrants. Yeah. So both my parents were, like, from either side of the cemetery. Right. Um, and now it's all posh. It's all posh. Yeah. And my mum did her nurse's training there when it was still two worlds colliding. Right, right, right. Long time ago. 
funny, isn't it? My mum tried it as a nurse there as well. Maybe. Did she? Maybe then, yeah. God, that's so funny. That'd be weird. Yeah. What a small world. When my mum was um, having my sister when I was 16, she was very much off her tits on all sorts of drugs, obviously. Not obviously, she was. Mm. And then, at one point, very much off her noodle after a a caesarean, there were some student... dashing male student nurses in, and she, in her very, um... (laughs) Post-birth high, chemical high, said to them... Out of nowhere, I used to live in Fulham, you know. <laughs> I used to cycle. And that was her flirting. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. I'm tr- mm. forcing myself to take my time because I, I think that flavour-wise it, it's doing such gorgeous, complicated things that are going on and on. It's amazing. That spice has stayed... The spice from the first pickle stayed on my tongue for ages after. And Mm. actually, we're randomly having a cup of builder's tea with it, which is the perfect thing, actually, Mm. to offset a a spit of spice tongue. But this is... I can't... I mean, for a podcast, it's bad, because I'm so inarticulate. I wish I I could convey to you the gentle strength of this. Mm. Yeah. There's so much going on. But it's and it's so intense, but it's just amazing. Yeah, I've been in. I've been in infatuated with like various cuisines, you know, yeah. throughout my sort of life and career. And then this hit me this year or last year. Yeah. And just game uh, changer. Breath, breath away. Yeah, like the balance of it. How have you? How have you balanced this career? How have you done this? Yeah. What makes? What it, have they done? Is yeah. there some? Do you think there's a? Uh, it's a particular type of chili from there or whatever. Uh, this is something I need to. I should, yeah, should have looked up. Uh, well, who I, bloody knows? Who knows? But you can just buy the paste. I mean, I'm going to buy the bloody paste. Yeah, yeah. And you will be entirely to thank for that. Mmm. Delicious. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Have you got a go-to thing that you have when you have a hangover? Yes, I have a very strict, um, depending on the severity of the hangover, Yeah. very strict road. Tell me about the road and the path. Um, Simple and obvious at the beginning, you start off with some water. Yeah. You build yourself up. If you can't take anything more than water, you do water until you can take something else. <laughs> right? Ah, ah. Because sometimes sugar and tea and yeah. too much, you know, it diuretics is. are like... You'll, oh, you'll God, if you've got a real a whizzy hangover. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's swimming, no good. Bed. Um, you just have to go back to bed, don't you? Yeah. If you can't even... Yeah. Uh, and then once you get past the water, you can get into tea and coffee and maybe fruit, fruit juice. Yeah. And then... This is when, this is when you test the water is your favourite... Have a fizzy drink. Right. That's when you go, okay, if I can have a dark coke, which is my go-to fizzy drink yeah. of the thing. If you can have a fizzy drink, you're ready for some food. Yeah. You're ready for it. And then it's the <laughs> melted cheese phase. Because it's whatever you want, but cover it with melted cheese. And you'll just be, you'll be right as rain. If yeah. you're still hungover after that, drink booze again. It's <laughs> <laughs> the most extraordinary answer anyone's ever given. Just have a pint. It's such a gentle, empathetic answer to the start of it, and then it goes brutal, mm. brutal by the time we're on to hell. Just like you're sort of like, it's like you're going, it's all right, mate. It's all right, you're goading it into a corner. Yeah. Smacking it over the head <laughs> with another pint. You're gone now, right? <laughs> well, there's, there's sort of a weird logic to it, like your, um, your, your body sort of like, because you've fallen asleep and it's been eight hours. Yeah. It forgets yeah. what it's doing. Yeah. And if you add a little bit of alcohol to your system, your body goes, Oh, God, yes! We're fu- oh, yeah, we're processing that, aren't we? Oh, God, oh, I remember that. Really? Do you and, think that's what it is? Yeah, it kicks it back in. You see, not like, don't go out on the Raz again, necessarily. No, but have one. But maybe have, yeah, even... It yeah. does work. I mean, it does work. That's yeah. horrific. I mean, I'm just saying it. It does Please, work. anyone listening, don't become an alcoholic because you heard us say it. But it does bloody work. I mean, don't do it all the time. Plenty, mm. you know, enjoy the well, don't get cheese. hangovers all the time. I like, yeah, I mean, sometimes I like to have a little hangover day. Oh, you know? I mean, delightful. If you've actually got fuck all to do. Oh, Once yeah. you've had a kid, though, Paul, that goes up the shitter. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it has no sympathy. Listen, what, what was that? But you've had a kid, that goes up the shitter. That goes up the shitter. <laughs> um, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Um, Paul's testicle. Bull's testicle. Yeah. Wow. That was in North Spain as well. And um, was it nice? Oh, incredible! What? Really, really nice. It was like a bull's a bull's nut was really nice. Yeah, it was like a chewy sort of bacony sort of texture because they cut it really thinly. Oh, I see. And it was in a pinchos bar on like you know some bread. Yeah. Um, and I sort of had enough Spanish to ask the lady behind the bar, "What is this?" Guess. Guess. <laughs> Guess. And. Um, she tried to tell me, and I was like, I don't know, so I, I remember the word for mine, which is Nemo. Yeah. So I asked her to mine it. Oh, and my she, God. So she did the bull's horns with the fingers, yeah. and then grabbed an imaginary set of balls. And I, nice. Gotcha. Uh, I'll have two of those, please. two of those, please, yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. It's just is like, it? Yeah, it's chewy. And so you can't thinly. actually taste any spaff, then? No, no, it's thinly sliced and like, covered in and had a marinade on it. It's lovely. Right. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't but know. It's, like, it's not like you know. Um, 
Um, I'm a celebrity. It's not like he's a raw idol, you know. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't do that. No, you do, do that. that. No, I thought that should. I'm too. I'm too shuddery and gaggy to do that stuff. Well, it's because you're literally poisoning yourself, and your body understands. Oh, really? Are you? You're not going to eat that stuff. No, you're not supposed to. But what about crickets and stuff? Because there are bits of the world where people do eat insects and crickets and things, and they think it's nice. They're selling them in packets up the road. Yeah. Um, There's a weird aftertaste that we found Mm. with the crickets that sort of taste a bit like. Um, fishing baits. Yes, yeah, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, it's right. It's really mealy and it is yeah. something about almost fishy or aquatic or yeah. I don't know, but there was just there was something so gravelly. That's it. And um, oh, I don't know how to describe it. It was exactly that. It felt like you were having fish fish bait, like what two exactly like you'd expect something that's a bit like a worm to eat. Yeah, it's a shame because... And I imaginated them as soy and stuff. Yeah, the first bit was lovely. I was just sort of barbecuing and you go, first bit, it tastes nice, crunch, got that, Mm. yeah, a bit of the powder, this is fun. Awesome, we're going to be eating these from now on. And then the bit after, yeah, as soon as the aftertaste kicks in, yeah, I think they'll be really effective as um, protein dust. Yeah. You know, mixed in with stuff where you can't taste it. Yeah, definitely. You know, like whey. Yeah. You know, no one knows what whey on its own tastes. Like, no one's, no one's going, mmm, I love it. It's just nothing and nothing you taste. If you can <laughs> fit, fit other things that taste nice around it, then it could be a really effective way of getting protein in us. Mm. Come the, um, come the climate apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> one of the, which, well, what's your money on? Is it climate? Is it zombies? Is it aliens? I think climate out of those three, Paul. Uh, All about economic collapse. Oh. That's also seemingly quite likely. Yes, it could be economic collapse. Um, Not and I do have a Brexit, uh, do you have a no deal shelf? Do you? Yeah, what the fuck about? Is that, where's your no deal shelf? Just in there. (gasps) Can I see it? Yeah, it's just tins. It's just all along the back of the middle shelf. Oh my God. Oh fuck. Okay, I won't take a picture for this. There's, that's it's, amazing to know. I just think he's got. You're the first person spent who's got an actual No Deal shelf. Well, if it, it's just that two weeks. If it all goes tits up and yeah. everyone's rioting, you got like two weeks. You like just need to sit at home and be able to eat things and be, live. Yeah, it's not nice. It's just I need to not have to go out to the shops for mm-hmm. <laughs> two weeks. That's fair enough. Right. It's just like one of those things. You go. Well, it's a bit. A bit extreme, isn't it? I'd, I'd rather have it and not need it. Yeah. We went there on um, went there on the hottest day of the year. To Whitstable. Yeah. Oh right. Because remember, it was like it was like going to be thirty nine degrees or something in London. Crikey! So stupid like that. It was the hottest it's ever been in this country. Wow. Did you like, get in the sea then? Uh, yeah, a little, 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 little a paddle. A paddle, but like, we're leaving London. It's, it's a good two hundred yeah. degrees cooler outside London. And you get to Whitsburg, it's still 36 degrees. It's fucking yeah. boiling. I can't do anything. We need to get actually in the sea. Yeah. Is the sea busy? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of kids. Oh, God, I love Whitsburg so much. It's quite pebbly, isn't it? It's not sandy. Yeah, it's not. Uh... I think when you. I grew up by the sea, and I think when you grow up by the sea, you're very much um, called back to it quite often. Yeah, where are you again? Swanage and Dorset. That's it. I was in Torquay for a while. Oh, really? Mm. By the sea. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, wow. Wow, there's dollops of things going on things. Sort of a Romesco sauce, but it's tomato rather than peppers. Oh, nice. Sorry. 
Um, have you ever used food for something other than food, for example, as a weapon or as part of a prank? Um, <laughs> uh, I've used it as a weapon of seduction. Yes! Um, definitely. No, really. I'll tell you a lovely story. Do you think um, you've ever made anyone fall in love with you through cooking for them? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, there's, you know... I've introduced... Um, my cheesecake it should it? be illegal. So really? Yeah, it's really. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to take full credit for it. I've got some of the recipe from, you know, from someone else. But, oh my um, God, I can't believe how many courses there are. I'm in heaven. This might be a bit much. There's two huge round things going on these bullets of sauce. Shit. This is incredible. <laughs> oh my God. What's that green leaf? Oh, just shut up and wait until it's here and you can talk you through it. Um, yeah, and you can think about whether you've used food as a weapon or a prank, apart from to make people fall in love with you. Well, I had, um, I did someone coming over for a date at my house, and I lived still in North London, a bit north, further north from here, um, and they cancelled on me at the last minute. Right. Um, and it was a bit of a shame because I was like, I put out all the steps. Oh, you know, really? Well, I've done like a couple of days prep, you know. We, oh, my God. Well, you get everything up to really, you know, three yeah. courses and everything's up to scratch oh. and it's ready to go. And it's just, you know, so someone arrives and you're like, you're not cooking an awful lot. A bit like this, you know, and you're not cooking an awful lot. You're just heating stuff up, placing it, and, and we're having a lovely conversation. Oh, my God. And she, she backed out um, <gasps> super oh last God, minute. What an idiot. So I got hold what of them. Um, fucking idiot. Got hold of my, our good friend, Carly Smallman. Yes! Who drove all the way from Crystal Palace uh, up to have a three course dinner. <laughs> I love uh, it! Basically, have a lovely date with me. It's lovely. Oh, and now you're married. And now we're married. Um, <laughs> no, I've been in her ages. Oh, I love it. This looks fucking hell. I feel like I'm just saying the same thing about everything. This is off the charts. This is my favourite types of thing in the universe. So, a mesco sauce, but with tomatoes instead of peppers. A mm. big basil leaf. And it's all a croquetta, so it's like a, um, a, a, a roux. Right. I made it with um, cashew. Oh, wow. Step milk, milk instead of real milk. Okay. Because um, experimenting. Yeah. Um, and then panade it. Obviously, breadcrumbs and eggs. You butter? No. You used oil? Yeah. Wow. Because I was at one point going, vegan? She said vegan. I've got to be vegan. And, oh. then you, and then you were like, don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Um, don't I know. I'm worried this might be a bit salty. I love salt. But the uh, the, 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 the romesco sauce should be, should be oh quite sweet. Oh, my God. It's mild. It's not good. So it's a roux. Oh, I can see some onions in there. And then breadcrumbs on the outside. Do you deep fry it or do you shallow fry it? I deep fry it. It's not gone. Oh, it's not gonna. This should be more gooey. Mmm. How about? Oh my god, it's so yummy. Not gonna lie, it's a bit of carb. Mmm. Hell yeah. Oh, the flavours in there are so good. So the inside's meant to stay gooey in the middle, is it? Mmm. Is that just to do with cooking? Or do you think it's veganised it for me? Um. I mm. might beat it. I was worried about it because I was making it yesterday. Yeah. And I think I beat, beat it too much. And mm. the gluten in the flour came out and it started looking a bit stretchy and a bit like dough. Ah. Um, oh, my God, it's so yummy. I'm really smashing it up. Mm. And then I put them into a mould, froze them, 
Mm. And then you get the, the mould out, pane that, deep fry it, and then finish off in the oven. Does pane mean breadcrumb? Breadcrumb, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The egg flour and breadcrumb is pane. Mm. And then, and then it can just it can let it sit there and you finish it off, and there's no must, no fuss. So, do you have to do that freezing bit as part of the um, giving them their structure, or is it, and, or does it help in some way, or is it just a process thing? It really helps. You want to keep them a, a proper shape. And so, I want to see the mould that you did it in then, or do you just roll them into a? Oh, it's like, an, shape? Oh, it's like an ice cube mould. Right. So I've got like a little round ice cube mould. Hmm. And put them in the two halves of that. So they're quite small because these are massive. Hmm? Um, yeah, I'll show you. It's a, it's a few centimetres across. So, so little round ice cube moulds. Yeah. Any any silicon moulds, great for that sort of thing. Great. Um, nice. Yeah, most stuff if you want to have to, if you've got, if you've got loads of it, if you want to um, breadcrumb it and deep fry it, it's best yeah. to, yeah, freeze the middle. Mm. And then, so it keeps the shape, do the breadcrumby things. Yeah. Deep fry it. Fry it. Just brown off the thing and then oven it and eat it and heat it What up. about deep frying? Because I'm scared of doing that on my own. Do you need a special apparatus? No. So I've got a saucepan and a, a heavy bottom saucepan, definitely. A heavy bottom saucepan. You're going to need, you're going to need vegetable oil. Yeah. Um, an oil that will go hot enough. Because mm-hmm. it needs to hit about um, uh, 180 degrees. Okay. Um, but it doesn't have to be deep, deep, deep. No, no. Like my, like this was only about an inch. inch oh, half. okay. Yeah. Just get a tiny saucepan, mm. inch and a half, and okay. then like, and then turn them over. Cause it's got wow. To... Oh god. I really love it. I don't do it often. Deep frying. Don't you? So. Because it's dangerous or just unhealthy. Um, unhealthy, a bit messy. Mm. Uh, and you've got to get rid of the oil after. Yeah, that's hard. Do you wait? Can you? Will it solidify? And can you put it somewhere solid? Like you can with animal fat. You just um, pour it in a jar, and then it goes all white, and then you can just. No, it's not. Mm. So I um, I've got a couple of carry bags, and um, we've got we've got this weird modelling stuff that we're throwing away. So something to soak it up, basically. Yeah. Some newspaper or something, uh, whatever, okay. or some bread or whatever. I mean, wrap it up in the bag and pop it in the bin. That's all you can do. That's all you can do, isn't it? Mm. Otherwise, there's just, yeah, used oil in the world. Yeah, you don't really want to stick it in the sink. <laughs> so nice. Although you can put your coffee grinds in the sink. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. People are all like, no, no, no. Well, yeah. you can put your coffee grinds in the mm. sink. Definitely. It's like an exfoliate for your pipes. Really? It helps keep them clear. Depends how much coffee you're drinking, doesn't it? Quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's an everyday occurrence. That was another thing that when we were doing Nightmare, I had as a revelation, is that dear Tom Bell made us really lovely, strong coffees with cardamom in. Turkish. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Looks quite foody too, isn't he? Mmm. I normally ask people if there's a meal you'd rely on in a budget, but I feel like you've maybe covered that in the sense that I feel like all of this is done very cleverly and budgety. Would, what would your budget tip be outside of batch cooking and having a no-deal drawer, which you've already mentioned? Um, oh, some good Italian pasta, just really good, simple pastas. Mm-hmm. Like I, can't, I don't know the names of them. I'll do, but like the one we get, garlic and parsley and salt and lemon juice. Mm. And that's it. Yeah. And, and in some, um, some linguine. So you keep nice. a little bit of the linguine water, a little bit of the pasta water. Yeah. You flash fry your garlic, and you bang in, you know, parsley, salt, lemon juice, right yeah. at the end. It takes no time at all. Um, right. A little bit of the water to help crimify the, 
the whole mixture. I've never understood that. So you're supposed to keep oh, a bit chili, of that pasta water away. Only a little bit, yeah. Oh, mm. and some chilli flakes as well. So you've got like... Just to loosen it back up again once mm. you've fried off the stuff you're going to mix into the pasta. Uh, no, it's uh, to do the opposite because all the, the, um, all the starch has come off the pasta into the yeah. water. So you bang a bit of the water back in to help um, uh, gooify the, the sauce a bit, cremify nice. it. Because they don't use a lot of cream in Italian cooking. Mm. They do use a bit of pasta water. No, there's things that you assume have got cream in that haven't, like carbonara. Mm, no, not at all. It's just eggs, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Quite runny. Egg, egg. And, egg and cheese. Mm. And, and that's how you get the cream out of it. So, like, when you're looking at a couple of cloves of garlic, a little bit of parsley, one lemon, some chilli flakes, and some salt. And that's it. And the, pa- the rest is the pasta. And you go, that costs nothing, and it's sexy. It's very cool. Mm. What's the most people you've ever had to cook for? Uh, we've done it professionally. Yeah. A couple hundred. Wow. Um, non-professionally. Oh, I don't know, actually. Well, I, I suppose like, me, and my, me and Max, my chef mm. friend, we do some Christmases at his pub sometimes. Like, you just don't have a big... It's wheel really? out big planks of food. Amazing. And, and like 24, 25 people. Just, Love it. Yeah, just wheel it out until people go, OK, we're done. <laughs> Can't eat anymore, please. So impressive. Um... Has there ever been a time where you ate something out of awkwardness or embarrassment? Oh, where you're sort of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I think if, apart from 30 years of liver and onion, you sort of... Yeah, yeah. ...covered that. But unless there was another time. No, I tend to like... The people are offering me food, I'm, mm. taking, I'm very happy to eat it. Um, I've done that thing where you go over a friend's house and you're like, you've already eaten... Yeah. And then their mum's like, oh, I made you food. You're like, oh, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> oh, oh, this is so nice. I will sit down and force a whole second dinner. Like the Vicar of Dibley Christmas special. Oh, right. That's what she did. Have you seen that? No. She sort of about, has to have about five Christmas dinners. <laughs> and it's so funny by the last one. She's in a terrible way. I've done three in a day before. Whoa! Three Christmas dinners. Whoa! Well, voluntarily. Why? Doing the rounds. Right. Doing the rounds at Christmas. Great. <laughs> Planned it. Knew, knew it was coming. Didn't, you know, didn't back out. We're like, nice. Let's do it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, it would be possible. My family don't eat till, like, normal dinner time on Christmas Day. Mm. So you could easily sneak into someone else's house. If you started at midday, it's someone very organised. Yeah, your first one is, like, 11 o'clock, yeah. 12 o'clock. Second one is, like, 3, 4. Oh, God. Next one is at 8, you know. Wow. Really fun. Mm. Did you enjoy the third one? I did. I didn't think it was weird because it really got better in quality as well. So that Oh, helped. nice. Um, and I didn't think I was going to be hungry. Uh, but Christmas Day, found a way. Yeah. yeah. You can do some training in advance, can't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ready for that? Um, if there was no other option, would you ever eat a person? Um, I would certainly try a person now. Yeah. Now? All right. I, you know, not well, not not today. But uh, if it was like a lot of the the legalities and the mm. ethical questions have been tidied up, you yeah, know, they were definitely a murderer. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good for trying it, but you you can't you can't live on it. You can't eat your own. You go mad. Oh my god! Do you think you would go mad? We don't know. I think they there's there's tribes that do. Yeah, um, and they sort of still do lots of ritualistic. Um, Murders and things like that, and you, oh and, you know, and you get a lot of their a lot of their weird tribal behaviours comes mm. out of like yeah, because you a lot of your diet is eating humans. <laughs> so it does mess with your brain. 
say scrum diddly umptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. The alternate universe that has inspired the 90s kids TV show Nightmare with a K <laughs> has found a tear in the fabric of our universe and is set to consume us. Before we know it, there'll be goblins and Lord Fears and crones and pickles and, of course, tray guards and stuff um, everywhere. And as much as it might be a fun distraction for five or ten minutes from Brexit, if nothing else, we soon realise it's an absolute clusterfuck of a disaster. Yeah. Uh, the floors keep moving, there's rotating blades in a lot of the walls and the economy crashes and hospitals and schools all close where everyone's too busy doing um, life or death puzzles to get to work. <laughs> food starts running out because um, it turns out a brown knapsack is actually a really inefficient food storage unit, let True. alone subpar as a natural stomach. Mm. Anyway, it's awful. <laughs> But luckily, it's agreed to go back to fantasy and repair the tear on the way, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you, Paul, play Just Dance 3 on the PS3 for a minimum of 89 hours, longer if you're still having fun. Mm. And no, it can't just all be slow songs. It sounds impossible, but you do it! You're a hero. Your reward is a a place in history um, as someone who's saved the entire universe. Happy with that. Good. Um... As we know it, um, but your award in the moment is the feast of your dreams. Nothing right. ethical, doesn't have to be possible. Don't care about consequences of anything. I'd love to know what you would eat, what you'd drink, and if there's a who, with, and where, then who, with, and where. Wow. Um, I mean, I, there, yeah, so much if so much food. <laughs> a huge banquet, nice like, proper banquet, big long tables, um, like and, and royal a, family, Tudor family. Yeah. yeah. So lots of big long benches, and then a head table with a, and again, just just. Tons of food, right. so you know stuffed pig, all lots of meats, lots of cheeses, lots of mm. gooey, horrible cheese, really lovely, you know, rich cheeses. So nice. like gout in a room. Yeah, like, it'd be full on. There'd be fragile. There'd be berries. There would be there would be fruit, but no one's really eating it. <laughs> but you still want it there. I want it there. It looks nice. It looks so nice. Like phenomenal bread. Yeah. Really crusty, fresh bread. Mm. Um, capon, I really like. It's just cockerel. Yeah. So good. Um, just and lambs everywhere. Just you know, roast lamb. Tons of roast lamb. Is a capon a cockerel? Yeah. The one that goes cockerel. Mm-hmm. They They um, uh, cut its balls off. Right. Uh, so it's a eunuch. Yeah. And let it grow big. Right. Uh, and it's delicious. Eat it at Christmas. It's like... What's the eunuch bit got to do with it? It just stops it getting randy and trying to screw all the hens. Oh, God, I don't understand why it's not allowed to do a bit of fucking in its big, fat, happy life. Uh, you don't need... All, it depends on what you're doing with your farm, I guess. Okay. Your eggs, you don't need your eggs fertilised all the time. Fine, yeah, I know, but still, I suppose we still do that to millions of animals, mm. and I need to go over it. it. It's better than what they do to male chickens at the minute, which is a hideous meat grinder. Yeah, just flick them just, into a machine. Gone! Bing, 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 and bing, it's bing, gone. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah, um, it's so tasty. And I, 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 <laughs> what's wrong with what's you? What's wrong with you, if I yeah. mean, um, Oh, yeah, just, uh, uh, yeah, there, would, there would be desserts, but I would not have room for them. No, um, lots of. But your guests might help you with those. Mm. Lots of finger food, loads of seafood, finger yeah. food stuff, mm. lobsters and langoustines and calamari. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, Look, oh, this is a lot of flesh. I realise yeah. there would also be copious amounts of vegetables, which I do like as well. Roasted, roasted vegetables, roasted, vegetables. roasted, that roasted broccoli we had in the last mm. thing was so mind blowing. Roast potatoes. Oh, roast potatoes! Yeah, well, basically a huge roast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's the best meal. 
And, um, the kind of stuff where you go to Argentina and they dig a pit in the ground and they bury it all and cook it. Yes. And fire in the earth. And then the entire village turn up and there's someone on horses and they're singing songs and... Yeah. You know, there's fairy lights everywhere and... Yes! My son's got a lovely book called The Enormous Potato about a farmer that grows an enormous potato and it needs the whole family to... Long story short, needs the whole family to get it out of the ground and the whole village come round with knives and forks and butter and they cook it in a pit in the ground Amazing. and everybody they eats it and eats it and eats good. it. They didn't give it eyes and a name, did they, in the book? No. Good. <laughs> they didn't. This is Harry. Uh, <laughs> no. no, it's really lovely. And then it says, mm. and then the potato was all gone. And so was this story. Oh, Gosh, it's done. real nice. Um, and we, so no puddings. Or well, there'll be puddings, um, but you can't, they're not something you're going to think about. Yeah, there'll be a plethora of puddings, but I, I, yeah, I'd probably just eat a little bit of cheesecake. Or okay, fine. Maybe that'd be me. Yeah. I'm not really that fussed. Okay. And, um, and who are you having there? And, and where are you holding your banquet? Um... I sort of want it. I do want it to be in a sort of, uh, a, yeah, a derelict castle. So right. it's open air, but yeah. also has stone walls. Okay, cool. So at one point it's sort of daytime and there's nice lights and you know, you've got the banners and castle walls, and then it gets dark and then there's it's lit yeah. and uplit and a bit derelict and lovely and the night sky. That's a lovely warm evening. Great. Um, um, I probably would be somewhere in southern England. Okay. Why not? Simply yeah. classic. Keep it classic. Just keep it classic, but warm. But warm. Yeah. <laughs> that mythical place of time. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the perfect temperature. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah. Well, you know, the usual things. So I guess it, the most important people to me are my friends. So all my friends would be there. The, to- the Tom Bells of the world. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, my little comedy crew or crew they're not even comedians they're, I've got friends who aren't comedians now Jess alright bragger <laughs> they, right. they don't speak gig it's great um, so yeah there's a, I've got a very close knit group about it's about eight or nine of us cool so them their other halves and the, the sort of because you need about 100 people yeah We'd have a massive Kaylee. Nice! Yeah, huge Kaylee. Be great. Loads of dancing, big bands. Fantastic. Big folk bands and lots of. Oh, this sounds amazing. Well, thank you very much for doing this. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this for ages. I am so full and so happy. Thank you, Paul. Cheers, bye. Oh, God, it's been so fun to talk to Paul. Follow him, Paul Flannery. He's on social media as at Pirate Moustache. See him perform. Why not? He's doing his roleplay gourmet show at the Vault Festival in February and he's doing Nightmare Live in March at King's Place. And until then, why don't you read his brilliant blog, Roleplay Gourmet I think that's it. Yeah, look at Roleplay Gourmet. There's a link in the podcast notes. Come to a Hoovering Live. Why don't you come to a Hoovering Live? We've got one in Thirsk tomorrow, uh, on the 23rd of November this year. And then we've got one uh, in Leicester on the 9th of February as part of the Leicester Comedy Festival. Become my patron if you like. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Hoovering pod. See what all that's about. It's where you can swap from tiny to big wedge um, for podcast related prizes and rewards. Follow the podcast on social media at the Hoovering pod. Follow me at Jessica Fosterkew. And if you want to send me something longer than a tweet or look at any of my live dates from stand up to Hoovering lives uh, to the Hench Tour, then just go to my website, jessicafosterkew.com. Huge thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy Hoovering. (sighs) 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.